Hello, welcome back to Business Tales of a Modern Day Golf Professional, and welcome to the Fast Five series, five quick business tips to help you improve your coaching business, presented by Levante Golf, professional golf travel for professional golfers. I have personally used Levante Golf for over 15 years, been very, very happy with their service when I'm doing trips away, and there'll be more information and a link to their website in the description. So welcome to the Fast Five. Every week, five quick business tips. Today, we're going to start with these five. Profiling your ideal customer. How price is only about value. How to look after your current customers. How to structure a marketing plan. And what feedback systems should you design for your business. So let's get started. So the first thing I want to talk about today is how to profile your ideal customer. Now, we all want to be busy and we all want to have as many customers as, as we can. But if we want to uh, offer premium services, that would be services where we ask for more money or more higher uh, tariffs than, say, some of our competition, we need to be a little, little bit more targeted in exactly who we want to coach and who is the ideal customer. So things you need to think about are where do we find them? How old are they? What is their demographic? What are their hobbies and interests? Which so social media platforms would you be able to find them on? How could you communicate with them? How are you going to get hold of them? How are you going to get hold of their email address if you need their email address? Think of ways in which you could do this through uh, email sign-up forms, through joining specific clubs where you know this demographic, this ideal customer is um, within your club or within your academy, um, where you know, which day would they typically play on if, it, if it's a golf course or what time of the day would you specifically see this, this customer? Is this customer aged between 50 and 60? Is this a, a younger customer? Try to think who they would be, where you would find them, how you could communicate with them and what you would need to do then to, to find this customer? What kind of events would you need to organize? What kind of services would you need to offer to really reel in your ideal customer? Second point, tip today, price is all about value. Now, I've heard this many times uh, as I've been a coach about how much do you charge and, oh, I couldn't charge that much and all so-and-so in the next uh, academy is charging this much, and I don't think I can touch more, uh, charge more. Well, you know perceived value, and we know um, that some companies are able to charge massively higher amounts uh, for a similar product or service. And it's all about the value that you offer to your customer. If you're cheaper than your competitor, or you're cheaper than the nearest golf club, sports academy, why are they more expensive? Are they offering something you are not? Are they doing more for their customers than you're currently doing? Or have you simply 
misplaced, mispriced your service to your customers. If you are looking to go into the premium market and charge more than your competitors, then it has to be a great value. Your customers have got to look at you and say, okay, I pay a little bit more. But so if I go and do my shopping at a slightly more expensive shop than the local supermarket, then there's going to be a reason for it. It could be better quality. It could be rarer products. It could be better service within the shop. Whatever it might be, I'm going to justify why I'm paying that little bit more. And as long as I'm happy to do that, I'm going to pay. So what value can you add to your current service above and beyond what your competitors are offering? And ideas could be like loyalty programs, private clubs, um, extra content, courses, videos, articles, blogs, extra um, tips, more time spent with them, events above and, and beyond what you are currently doing. For example, if I, if I join your premium club, not only do I have my structured lessons with you and my on-course information, but I get an extra video uh, every week as well. I get an opportunity to spend some time with you uh, on a weekend at a private resort um, away from my local club. And it's only for the select few. And it costs me so and so much more. And I get all the latest digital tools and, and uh, I can book my lessons online. Um, I can send you my if you're a golf professional, I can send you my swings 24 seven and you're going to come back to me and give me feedback. If I'm on holiday and I'm struggling, you're going to give me discount. Um, if I come away with you on a trip, um, I'm going to get a gift. If I come and do a seminar or a webinar with you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So can you offer a better experience than your competitor? Can you offer more value? than your competitors, and therefore, can you clearly justify a higher price? So price is only about the value that you offer. Number three, your current customers. Now, I often hear this from coaches um, who give me feedback, you know, where can I find new customers? What can I do to appeal to new customers? And quite often, they're actually forgetting to look after their current customers. Now, our current customers is our income. We need to look after them. We need to make sure they're happy. And we need to try to help them increase their spend with us. If I have a happy customer, um, an advocate, if you like, who loves what I do and loves the services I offer and the products that I offer, what can I do more for them to increase the spend that they have with me. So first ask yourself, are you doing everything possible for your current customer base? Are you, have you thrown the, the boat out, if you like, to make sure that they are getting the very, very best service? Because the minute that your services and offers begin to go in the direction of customer acquisition, they will start to feel a little bit upset. We see it with mobile phone companies where it's clearly a better deal if you change company than it is if you stay with a company. And 
And uh, I've experienced it myself where I've been with a company for over 10 years. And, um, you know, I want discount on my next telephone and on my next um, offer, but I'm not getting it. I'm paying uh, 500 euros for my next phone, but somebody who's never been with the company is getting it for, for 10 euros. So you change. I changed. People will change. So what are you doing for your current customers? Um, what about the customers that you haven't seen for a while? Are you constantly in contact with them? Are you offering them special deals um, to get them back regularly to come in to see you? How are you communicating with them? Are they just simply a dead email address on your email list? Or are you writing to them? Are you taking the time to go and see them if you if they you pass them by? Um, you know, make sure that you are looking after your customers, your current customers, as much as possible. Are all your email addresses and contact details up to date? Because if you're not careful, you're sending an email, you're sending an offer, a promotion to people who, uh, you know, aren't even receiving it anymore. And if they stop receiving information from you, they're going to change. They're going to change. I haven't heard from Adam for, for months. Uh, I think he's forgot me. Or, um, you know, maybe I'm no longer on his email subscription list. So well, I look for another golf professional. This is what can happen. What type of content are you producing for them? Is it valuable? You know, um, we're going to talk about feedback systems later, but is what you're doing still helping people? You know, if I, if, um, I know I've been guilty in the past of churning out the same type of material over and over again, and, and people have read it already or seen it already, and you need to be fresh and you need to be on it and say, well, you know, I've already written an article or a blog or done a video about that. Now I need to do something else. How can I help them further? What more can I do? Um, what would make them stay with me rather than trying to find another coach? Tip number four, a marketing plan. Now, hopefully, if you're following this channel and you're uh, part of maybe my Facebook group or um, you've read some of my stuff, um, you've got lots of ideas on how you're going to market to your customers, but you need a marketing plan. You need to have an idea of who is it you want to communicate to and how often. How are you going to advertise your services? What services are you going to advertise? What, which products are you going to advertise? And how are you going to improve your customer service? What are you going to do? How often? How will it be measured? Uh, what kind of offer and value are you going to give, as we've just talked about? Uh, what time and money are you going to invest in your company and how? How are you going to develop your business? What is the timeline for success? You know, what are your short-term business goals? What are your medium-term business goals? What are your long-term business goals? And if you do not have a plan of how you're going to attack your coaching business, then really you are just going to be very, very um, blown along in the wind, busy, not busy. Um, you're not going to be maximizing your income or your potential income as you would be if you, if you stuck to a strict business plan. And that can be as simplest things of like, I'm going to offer this in this course at the beginning of my season. I'm going to offer these and these opportunities in my quiet times. I'm going to charge premiums at peak times. I'm going to um, offer these webinars and these educational 
um, courses online in my off seasons. I'm going to plan five trips away. I'm speaking now as a golf professional. Um, this is how many people I want from those five or six trips. Two of them are going to be exclusive VIP, only my best customers I'm going to charge a little bit more because I'm going to offer more and so on and so on. These courses, I'm going to sell these products on top. If you have, take the time to write out this business plan, you will be focused, you will be in your zone and you'll be working, knocking off the different tasks and objective all year and you will see a big increase in your efficiency in your business and also having direction will make you a lot more successful. Business tip number five, feedback systems. If you've got no feedback, you don't know what you're doing. How are you measuring your business, your coaching business? How is it measured? How do you know if you're doing one, doing the right courses, offering the right services? Two, whether your customers are happy with you or not. Three, whether you're maximizing your revenue and your income streams. How are you measuring it? Do you send questionnaires and feedback to your customers every year? Do your customers even know where they are in their improvement plans? Do they know how, how well they're getting on with their improvement? Um, how do you create new ideas? So are you create, you know, are you going to maybe your five or six best customers and saying, listen, I've got an idea to to offer a course or a seminar or, or a package or a subscription plan. And this is going to be more or less the content. This is kind of going to be the price. What do you think? You need this feedback. Your best customers will tell you, well, I would never buy that. Or no, I don't think. Or a lot of your customers are going to be very switched on business people, businessmen and women. And they're going to know mm, that's not for me. No, I don't think you're going to have success with that. That's a great idea. But maybe think about doing this and this and this. You need to have these feedback systems. You need to make sure everything you're doing is what your customer base wants and needs. Do you know if your messages are getting through? You know, if we talk about email um, marketing, if we talk about online um, websites, blogs, podcasts, YouTube channel like this one, is there any feedback mechanism? Can you see how many people are opening your posts using the insights and the analytics? Can you see if the content of your last email or your last newsletter was valued by the customer? If you keep pumping out the same stuff, like I said before, and uh, it's falling on deaf ears, you're going to lose customers and you're going to lose them quickly. So look at your insights Look how many people visit your website after you um, release a new video or release something new on social media. And I'm not talking about likes. Yes, likes. If people like it, they like it. Shares would be even better. But looking at your funneling system, you know, if you've made an offer uh, by this as part of this course and nobody clicks on it, no one's interested in it. Change the offer, change the promotion. But if you don't do that and you keep the offering for the next three months, you're wasting your time. So you need to look at your digital feedback, 
You need to look at your insights and analytics. You need to look at traffic numbers when it comes to a website. You need questionnaires to your customers. You need um, feedback formulas and you need some sort of soundboarding groups that help you um, come to good ideas and bring good ideas forward to your customers. That was the Fast Five. I hope it was fast enough for you. Thank you very much for watching. Share, please, if you think somebody could um, benefit from what I've said today, like it so that other people can find it and subscribe if you want more information. And like I said, more information in the description. See you again soon. Bye-bye.